Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful Wrestling Podcast, January 26th. I am joined by Fightful.com founder, Jimmy Van. Jimmy, I have conducted a poll on Twitter asking if I should become a Toronto Blue Jays fan out of spite to the Reds since the Canadians pay me. What, what says you? For a second, I thought you were going to say that I did a poll to see if I should become Sapphire. That's what I thought you were going with that. Jesus Christ. So you went in a different direction. Uh, you know what? They lost I, I, could get, I could get Sean Ross Sapphire over. That's actually awesome. Sean Ross Sapphire. Hey. I never even I never put two and two together with the name, but it's you got to do it. Can you do it right now? Because that's perfect. Sean Ross Sapphire. I love it. That's, that's a little good. before my time. <laughs> as far as the Jays go, uh, why not? Why not? They, they signed Bautista. They lost Encarnacion. So we'll see how they do this year. The poll results are like 70% yes right now. Ah, <laughs> Most of yeah. these people know I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan. So, Yeah, it seems like the Jays have been one of the cool things to like over the last couple of years. I've told you before, I was on the Blue Jays, like a little league team, and it was when they were really, really good. Like I'm talking Joe Carter, Roberto Alomar, 92-93 era. So right, right. That was, that was a good period for me. I've always had a soft spot for them. Hey, plus, you know what? If Torontonians want to keep paying me for the rest of my life, I'll embrace <laughs> those Blue Jays if that's what it takes. Uh, we I got to gotta tell you, I got to tell you right now, I am, I'm, I'm pretty happy on a personal level right now. I'm pretty sad on a professional level right now. Why is that? Because on a, so on a personal level, you know, I, I have a lovely wife. I have a beautiful daughter. I got another kid on the way. Business is good. That stuff's all good. On a professional level, uh, the, the, the fearless leader, uh, Fightful.com, is leaving tomorrow to go to the Royal Rumble. His uh, right-hand man is about to have a baby. I am afraid that Fightful during the second biggest <laughs> wrestling weekend of the year is going to melt. Like, so I'm afraid this might happen. Here's what's going to happen. It's all on John Morehouse now. Got so it. John, if you're watching, you better step up. <laughs> I told him I would uh, give him a little fraction of my pay to handle this weekend's duty. So... If Alex isn't back, then that's what's going to happen. We'll have Jeff Hawkins and Anna Bauert on Saturday night. Jeff Hawkins, Rob McCarron on on Sunday night. Uh, we got Danielle Ortiz covering Royal Rumble. Whether Alex wants to or not, I, I think it's best to pull him off of Royal Rumble coverage considering, yeah. hey, he might have a kid being born in the middle of the show for all we know. Uh, what I'm really excited for is David Tease is keeping a live stat tracker during the Royal Rumble. 
I'm excited for that. Now, did I hear you right? Did you say you want me to give John your entire pay? Is that what I heard? A fraction of my pay. A small, <laughs> small fraction of my pay. Very, very minuscule, barely anything fraction. Now, are you ready to uh, to be a uh, American Apparel model for a second and show everybody what you got going? Look at these beauties, guys. I'm wearing the long sleeve version. Look at this magnificent work of art. <laughs> co-designed by yours truly. I couldn't execute the design, but I could tell Jimmy Van's awesome design team, hey guys, can we do this? And they're like, yeah, sure. And then the next day they sent it to me. Phenomenal. I want to see Matt Riddle wearing one of those uh, Rumble Weekend. When I'm, taking, I'm taking him one uh, Saturday at Evolve. I'm very excited. Uh, his is here. I, we've got long sleeves, short sleeves, no sleeves. You can get them soft style, standard style. And we have a sale going on through the end of the month, fifteen ninety nine. What a deal! <laughs> Almost as good of a deal. Let's look at that, Jimmy. I actually noticed that. I was going to ask you about that. Boy, does that ever look uh, funky? Can you actually play that? Oh hell no! Uh, okay, hell no. I tried to yesterday. It was horribly out of tune. It's a hell of a guitar. They used to sell for like three hundred bucks, but I got them once when Don West showed up. I don't know who marked them down to like $30, but I had sarcastically written that article about them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to buy one. Got to buy one. And I posted a picture and EC3 just sent me a message. It said, no. Mm-hmm. They raised the prices too, right? After they you did. after you did that, yeah. They are $150 again. Damn, because Jared's back with the company, is that why? Maybe, who knows? Like I told Shane on the show that I accidentally released this morning that is actually oh, really... Yeah, that is releasing tomorrow on the death of WCW. Um, I'm on the right side of that guitar. If he's looking at one of those, he's probably looking at it barreling towards his head. By Actually, the next, the next thing I was going to ask you is, is there any powder inside of that thing in case you want to take a swing at somebody? I remember New Jack would like have those things filled. Like yeah. it, would, it would create a trail. Right, that's right. Why, did they, why do you think they did that? For the effect, because when you hit somebody, then it would go flying in the air. Yeah, I think hitting somebody with a guitar is a cool enough effect, personally. I mean, if you remember when uh, Honky Tonk Man hit Savage at that time, there was no powder in it, and that's still one of the best guitar hits ever. Yeah, I remember one of the iconic ones to me because I was I was a young kid. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett coming off the top rope and hitting Ahmed Johnson with one at the Royal Rumble in '96. Wow, wow, never forget that. Um. But yeah, hey, if anybody wants to pay me, I'll give you a discount. $20 off TNA's price. $130 right there, guys. Also, when we get to 1,000 followers on Fightful Wrestle, I'll give away that signed Rey Mysterio mask right there. So is that going to the 1,000th follower? Is that what's happening? No, I'll pick somebody at random. Also, you have to be registered for Fightful.com. You'll see the Matt Riddle show, which is available now, uh, the Shane Helms show, available to non-members as well this week. Usually you get those early by about two or three days if you register for Fightful.com. Go ahead and do that. You'll get access to our forums, which have been getting very live lately. Very excited for that. We also have somebody on our forums who says he's willing to make a Matt Riddle highlight, and I'm going to take him up on that. Hmm, that's interesting. Because uh, Matt Riddle does not have a highlight. He wants something to submit to Japanese promotions, and there are no Matt Riddle highlights yet. I thought all he needed was the Matt Riddle broadcast, and that would get him in. Well, as I've mentioned to you before, 
the WWE seemed like they were ready to pass on him. Mm-hmm. We talk about little Chinese kids taking dumps on the street and people drinking their own pee, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden Dave Meltzer's reporting that WWE has renewed interest in Matt Riddle. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think by the end of this year he'll be in NXT, I think. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Which will be a sad day for us because uh, something tells me Hunter's not going to let him keep doing this podcast. <laughs> but uh, good for yeah. Matt Riddle, though. Good for Matt Riddle. Well, I mean, you look at things. Let's take a look at this. We've had three people leave us at Fightful. Vince just didn't want to cover wrestling anymore. Not a lot you can do about that. Rob McCarron was up for senior editor of Flow Slam and passed it up, mind you. The other guy, uh, Justin Golightly, who did some great work for us early on, moved on to do full-time work at an MMA website. So, I mean... You know, Matt Riddle leaving for NXT, not the worst thing in the world. No, not at all. I mean, you know, depending on his stock, depending on how sought after he is, maybe we can even cut a deal. Maybe maybe we can say, okay, fine, you can have him, but then I want Stephanie uh, on the podcast weekly so that we can belittle her for five minutes. That's the deal. Take it or leave it. Maybe you can outbid WWE. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. That's, that's, think, uh, that sounds like a great financial move for uh, Fightful.com. It does. I think it does. So we got the Royal Rumble this weekend. I'm flying out tomorrow. I'll be at Evolve Saturday. I'll be at NXT TakeOver Saturday night, and then the Royal Rumble Sunday. I'm a little bummed I'm going to miss that UFC Denver show, to be honest with you. I think that will probably be a better show than NXT TakeOver. But, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? If I get to see Shinsuke Nakamura – enter in front of thousands and thousands of people. I don't think I'm going to be complaining that much. What are you most looking forward to this weekend, maybe outside of the Rumble match itself? I am look, looking forward to Sean Ross Sapphire meeting Matt Riddle. I mean, how, how do you feel considering that you guys, I think Matt even told you one time that he talks to you as often as he does some family members. You guys are going to meet for the first time. How are you feeling about that? That's, that's going to be a cool situation. You're going to get some footage of that somehow, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. Something. Yeah, I'm so I'm, sure. looking, I'm looking forward to that, and then uh, absolutely looking forward to the Rumble. This is uh, one of the, I think, one of the most anticipated Rumbles of at least the last five years. I'm looking forward to. Oh it. yeah, I would go. I would go as far as to say maybe way <laughs> longer than that. There have been like three or four different betting favorites this week. That's something I want to talk about. Journalistic approach to this. Hey guys, if you are publishing an article that says so and so is now favored <clears throat> for the Rumble, mm-hmm. you're an asshole. <laughs> You're a complete asshole. Some people don't want to see that. Put, I mean, I, I think they feel like they're obligated to to mention that. But, but, I mean, hey, all you got to do is write the article that says betting odds for Royal Rumble shift. You're right. Hey, some You're people right. don't want to see that. I, I learned that a long time ago. We used to put thumbnails on our YouTube videos that would kind of spoil the ending. Stop doing that. I stopped I doing to, that. I used to make the font the same color as the background. Yeah. <laughs> and you you would have to highlight over it in order to read it. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Just to do that. Yeah. I mean, uh, mm, don't not a fan of that. Guys, cut that out. You're better than that. Some sites that I really respect are doing that. Not your boys at Fightful.com. <laughs> so this, this Rumble match, I'm very excited about that. And I, like I've told you before, I'm not a big traveling guy, although lately I've been like, yeah, sure, I'll travel. Why not? It's part of the gig, but... I'm not like a guy that's that thinks, oh, I got to go see this event live or that event live or this. If it makes sense, I'll go do it. And I'm more 
one of those people that are like, I want to see this person perform live at least once in my life. That type of thing. I'm very excited about seeing Matt Riddle wrestle live because I never got to see him fight live. And I always regretted that. He was one of my actually my favorite welterweights in the UFC. Very excited for that. But man, this Rumble match. You sound like you're uh, you're becoming a Matt Riddle mark. Oh, I've always been. I was a Matt Riddle mark when he was in the UFC. Do you have his, uh, what is it, uh, Matt Weiser or whatever the hell it is? Bro? <laughs> I don't. No, okay. I don't do the, I don't do the pro wrestler shirts thing. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, stand, a, stand up again and show us what you're wearing again. Oh, I'm, I'm wearing this T-shirt, <laughs> which is arguably better. You can go to Fightful or uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Sapp. People are always asking me to put shirts of me up there, and I think that's egotistical. I don't want to do that. If Matt Riddle does it, it's not egotistical. People will buy those. People like the idea of me making shirts. They don't like the idea of buying those shirts. Can you imagine, you know, the James Ellworth design? Yeah. What if they have that with Sean Ross Sapp's mug on it? I'd buy that. Yeah, you, you might, or, or you might say that you would, and then you actually wouldn't. That might happen too. Yeah, good possibility. Yeah. We've seen the, the betting odds shift to like three different people this week. Uh, and really, until like the day of, we're not going to find out who it is. Mm-hmm. I've had people asking me all week long, is Kenny Omega going to be in it? No, I don't think he is. I, I highly doubt that. But uh, before we get into that, these Kenny Omega rumors, mm-hmm. brilliant on his part. Brilliant. Did you see the thing that Pro Wrestling Tees sent out? Did you expect anything less from a Canadian kid? Hey, he's, he's a genius. He really is. And my cousin, who does not watch wrestling, calls me on the phone last week, and he goes, who is Kenny Omega? And I'm like, why? He goes, because I just was flipping past Access TV. I hear Jim Ross and Josh Barnett calling this match, right. and it was the best match I've ever seen. Right. I, was right. Like, I was like, wow. And he was like, who, who is Kenny Omega? And he told me that not only did he watch the rest of it, he made sure to record the encore presentation so he could watch the whole thing. Uh-huh. Kenny Omega, that's, that's an attractive name. I don't think he's going to be at Rumble Week, but Pro Wrestling teased did a thing where they sent out an email to their mailing list that said, he might be in WWE next week. You better buy his shirts while they're still here. I think he'll be in WWE this year. And, and, and it, you know, when you look at the, the notoriety that he's achieved, really from one match, I mean, people knew Kenny Omega before that match, but that match kind of got him over the top. He's kind of like the 2017 AJ Styles. Because mm-hmm. Styles really was elevated, I think, through the Bullet Club and New Japan. And uh, now you got Kenny Omega kind of in the same spot. I think he'll be in WWE this year. I question if they're going to put him in NXT because they want to bring Nakamura up and, uh, and Joe. So that seems like it might be a good spot. Imagine Omega and Matt Riddle this year in NXT. Just imagine oh, that. Yeah. Uh, Omega has a standing offer to just appear on NXT TV from what he said in the past. Like the offer's there. He can just take it whenever he wants. You look at the last few leaders of the Bullet Club. Anderson and Gallows were considered a couple of the leaders. WWE, Finn Balor, WWE, AJ Styles, WWE. Um, Omega has the offer. Man, they're going to have to make Cody Rhodes the leader of the Bullet Club because he's the only guy I don't think they'll steal hmm. at this point. And, well, maybe if he becomes popular with the Bullet Club, then they'll bring him back. You never know, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, they didn't want to let him go to begin with. But but I, I don't think that they were shedding a tear over it. Do you? Somebody says the audio went out on the podcast. Let me make sure. If the audio went out on the podcast, I will be pissy. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? 
Well, let's check this. Well, we'll, we'll talk a little bit anyway, uh, <laughs> just so we don't have dead air. We got 43 people watching, so apparently it's not that bad. No, our audio is fine. <laughs> you jerks. I bet you that was somebody from another website just fucking with you, Sean. That's what it was. It was, it was Scott Frame. Scott, what's up, man? He does a lot of good promotion for us. Come on. Dave Robertson says that we need my face and a big old ya boy on the back of a t-shirt. Guys. That is actually a really good idea. That's like a good you idea. You and all these people have great ideas for shirts for me. I never do. Like if you ask me to design a shirt for somebody or at least come up with an idea for it, I can do that. I actually think that the yo boy thing is a phenomenal idea, and I'm going to get one, my designer, on this after this podcast. Wait one second. Now, I wasn't able to be on the Triple H conference call today. I was on a show with um, Showdown Joe, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Triple H says that they worked Matt Riddle out last year, and he's all about second chances, but a guy has to prove himself. He felt he had promised and helped him get in, get in taken care of in the scene and cultivated. He's done very well with that. What the future holds, he doesn't know, but Matt is a very talented kid. He has a bright future, and they will see where it goes. Very nice little Stewie reference on the end of that sentence. I like that. It, it's more of a hot rod reference for me. Have you ever seen that movie? Um, oh, from the, the kid from SNL is in that, right? Oh, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A what what weird? <laughs> cool whip. Yes. Um so yeah, Matt Riddle, the hot ticket item on the indie circuit right now. And you just look at the way that WWE is is cultivating talent now. You know, the way that they're trying to keep them from going elsewhere. I think there's no question he's gonna be someplace by the end of twenty seventeen. He's got he's one of the best sellers in wrestling right now, too. If you ever watch his matches, he's phenomenal. So we've jerked about everything else. Let's talk about this weekend. These these wrestling matches this weekend. Oh, is there something going on this weekend? Yeah. I tell you what, I'm not that excited about <laughs> a Nakamura Rude match. Right. I'm very excited for their entrances. I don't know how well that will be. I'm sure they'll make it something better than what we expected. But I look up and down this card, and I'm like, the authors of pain. Uh. Okay. Okay, Bobby Roode, who I like, versus Nakamura. Don't know how those styles will work together. Maybe it'll be great. Eric Young, Ty Dillinger. Two people I am thoroughly entertained by. Don't know how their styles will work together. Roderick Strong versus Andrade Almas. I'm sure that'll be great. This Fatal 4-Way women's match. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. I'm a big Peyton Royce fan, but how they can hang in the ring with a Nikki Cross and an Asuka, I don't know. The interesting thing is, in each of these matches, you have somebody that is really, really, really good at adapting to other people's styles, so that works out. But what in particular are you looking forward to on the show? I know some of your boys are on it. <laughs> I, uh, I I have a deep respect for Bobby Roode. Back, I, I used to book him back in the late 90s. Uh, if you think that's 15, 16 years ago, he was probably only in his early 20s at the time. Yeah. And uh, he was the only guy on the roster that at the time included Eric Young. He was the only guy that I had that was aware of the cameras, uh, even at a young age. I mean, he, he was always so easy to work with. He stole my hacksaw Jim Duggan two by four once. That's a story I could tell you. But, uh, but otherwise, he, he was great. 
You know what I would love to see? They're not, they're not going to do it, but I would love to see it. I would love to see Bobby Roode come out to a violin version of Glorious for his match with Nakamura. I would love that if he did that. I wonder what they'll do. Uh, like, I, you know they're going to start giving him, like, I mean, well, his one of his, t- his takeover Brooklyn entrance was just amazing. It was great. It was great. Yeah. It was amazing. And they always do something special for Nakamura. Yeah. I've always wished that they would get, I don't know if you know who Kei Suzuki is. She is the woman who did the violin cover of his New Japan theme. And WWE was like, oh, we want that. Uh, we want that, but our own way. And right. they kind of, they bit it a little bit. And they brought in like 74 violinists, and she wasn't one of them. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. like, come on. I mean, she, the, guy, the, the guy at the Brooklyn show was fantastic. Oh, well. That guy was great. You know who he, you know who he is, right? He's like one of the most famous violinists in the world, apparently. He, uh, somebody said that he was the Michael Jordan of violinists. Do you know who said that? Uh, Michael Jordan? Yes. Get out. Yes. Wow. He did. I mean, he was, he was awesome, and I, I loved when they showed the video because I love it when you have an artist that genuinely loves what they're doing and they're not just doing it for the paycheck. And when they showed him talking to Hunter backstage, you could see on his face how much he loved being out in front of that crowd and getting that kind of response. So it was, that was still one of the, the best entrances that I've seen probably in the last decade. That's one of those things. like You can tell when a musical guest, like when they are wrestling fans and when they embrace it, and you can tell when some aren't. Like, you always hear a lot of people trash P. Diddy and stuff. That guy's a wrestling fan. He wants uh-huh. to be there. P. Diddy doesn't need the publicity from WWE, I assure uh-huh. you. Uh, but he likes being there. I always thought that was cool. Uh, several of those guys, uh, except for Florida Georgia Line, those guys suck. Please don't uh-huh. ever have them back. <laughs> did you ever Did I ever tell you my all-time nightmare WWE super group? Um, well, okay, so I'm trying to think. So this is, this is Sean Rob Sapp saying this. So uh, go ahead. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of like an opera. Florida, Georgia Line. Oh, together? Yeah, as like a collaboration making really terrible music. Did you not like Florida Mania with The Rock that time? I thought that was good. Well, Heath Slater made his stuff pretty funny. Like the, the, the interactions they had. Backstage, yeah. I'm yeah. not a Florida guy. I'm sure he's a nice dude. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, it does suck when they bring in a guy from the outside and just because he's muscled up, suddenly he can beat up a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's not his fault. It's not like uh, that was his idea. I, I personally thought that the rock sequence at Mania with him was pretty good. I like it more when, even, even in today's world where people know about MMA and they know that most MMA fighters could beat up most professional wrestlers, you got somebody like Charlotte who in her Raw promo said, I could have went to the Olympics and played volleyball. I could have played in the WNBA. I chose WWE. Right. And, you know, maybe some people will be like, yeah, that's BS. But some people will be like, maybe she could have. It, it, could she have went to MMA? I doubt it. But, yeah, but I, you know, for her to say WNBA and the Olympics, I didn't think, I mean, yeah, she's an athlete, but at the same time, you're not making any money in those endeavors. Yeah. So, of course, she was going to choose wrestling over those, right? Well, that's, she should have said that too. She yeah. should have said, said the money's here. The prestige is here. Well, even the Olympics. Yeah. More people are going to know who she is as woman's champion than, than an Olympian. Right. I don't know. Any, I, I know maybe one Olympic volleyball player. So we'll run through some predictions. Roderick Strong, Andrade Almas. Uh, I am guilty of barely, barely watching any NXT. I've been binge watching lately. But I know Andrade Almas had a much, much needed heel turn. Uh, he's taking on Roderick Strong. 
who will be married into the four horsewomen later this year. You know, one of the first podcasts that I did with you, you were chirping me uh, saying, oh, look at you, the owner of Fightful, skipping events. And now you're telling me that you're behind on NXT. What am I paying you for? Well, I mean, Ryan Cook covers them. And I do produce about six or seven shows and do another six or seven shows. Hey, I caught up on them. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I I also have not been watching NXT. <laughs> Uh, and that's despite the fact that Bobby and Eric are on the roster. I have not been watching NXT. I actually, I follow uh, Eric on Facebook. Uh, yeah. And so most of the NXT updates that I actually get, I get from him on Facebook. But uh, you, you got to assume Roderick because he's kind of, you know, the new up and coming guy that they brought in, right? Yeah. Uh, I could see this leading to a potential rematch. Maybe Almas sneaks a win. I think I'll go with Almas, but I... I, maybe just to keep his heel persona going. We got Eric Young, Ty Dillinger. Now, Ty Dillinger is a guy that I don't think they expected to get over. And as it turns out, hard work, determination, a really cool catchphrase and a mm-hmm. gimmick works. And he's over. He's over big. Like, yeah. he's almost like that, that Bailey, I don't want to a much smaller scale, that Bailey Daniel Bryan thing where everybody knows he wasn't supposed to be over. Mm-hmm. But, he got over and they like him and he could, I think he could emerge as a title contender in the future if they don't bring him up. And he's from Niagara Falls, Ontario, I think. Good for him. This, this show's full of those damn Canadians. <laughs> Eric Young is one of those guys who I've mentioned adapts to every style. He can be serious. He can be psycho. He can be a comedian. He's a very, very versatile performer that, that I've always enjoyed pretty much in whatever. Also, he may be the most decorated wrestler in TNA history. Uh, if you go back and look at his championships, I think Dillinger gets it done here. They, they've shown a willingness to expose Eric Young in the past, and it hasn't hurt him. It mm-hmm. doesn't really hurt with that gimmick either. He lost his first match, right, when they brought yeah. him in the, the very first night. Well, I right. don't know if he was signed yet then either. No, he wasn't, but it was his first NXT appearance. Yeah. Uh, how do you think this goes? Um, so I, before I answer that question, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about Ty Dillinger. The sure. first one is, uh, there are rumors that they, might... yes. Right. You gotta do it. So here's, here's my first question. If they don't, do you think that the crowd at the rumble, cause it's going to be a big crowd. Do you think that they are going to be smart enough to boo if he's not number 10 at the rumble? Absolutely. You think, I think so? Well, I think leading, here's what my hope is is that after the ninth entrant, they start the 10 countdown, and yeah. instead of counting down from 10 to 1, it's just 10, 10, 10, and then he hits, and it'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. Whether you have him on the main roster moving forward or not, doesn't matter. Put him in that 10th spot. He can go with every single person in that ring. He's been a part of developmental for the yeah. better part of a decade. Yeah. How do you think uh, the crowd would react if number 10 in the Rumble was Roman Reigns? If they want that to be a heel turn. They're talking him and Taker. So he's going to be the heel anyway. Could you imagine if he beat Undertaker as a baby face? I don't want to think about it. I, I, I want to go back to Tyler Dillinger before we get ahead of ourselves a little bit. He was, he was trained by your boys, Eric Young and Cody Deaner, by the way. Cody Deaner was part of that, really? Yeah. Really? Uh, interesting. So one more thing about Dillinger. Uh, do you think that the 10 chant – is if he especially if he goes to the main roster, 
is going to start kind of messing with wrestling matches the way that the what chant messes with promos. Because when the referee is doing his count, the crowd tends to, tends to, to, to chant 10 for the count. It could. It could. I hope it doesn't. Um, I'll be far less bothered with it because it's more recent than the stupid what chants that were 16 years ago. And we get to the point to where people are wadding, like Mickey James had a fantastic promo on SmackDown and people were wadding it. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. And you know, the thing I don't understand about that is that they still have not prepared the talent to deal with that. And, and you think that they would have I been mean, every now and then you'll have a guy and he's quick enough on his feet that he's able to come up with something. And then the crowd kind of shuts up. Uh, so many of them, they just keep doing their promo. Like they just keep going and it's painful to watch. And I can't believe that they haven't been trained on how to deal with that. You know, it's weird. It's very, very weird. Like there's some times you'll see like Paul Heyman or Stephanie McMahon, they'll, they'll throw some good zingers. Like, like the CM Punk, if you lasted two yep. more minutes thing, but they don't coach the people to not talk their, their wrestlers to not talk at a cadence. But the, that's part of the problem. I think the other part of the problem is that the wrestlers don't know enough to do it on their own. Here's the thing, Jimmy. I showed you one of Brandon Howard's wrestling promos. If you yeah, put him in- damn it. I could not believe that was the same guy. That was good. I talked to him afterwards about that. That was, that was good. If you were to put him in a WWE ring and somebody were to what him, he would change his cadence up and he wouldn't do it. He's not been in NXT. He's not been in WWE. Right. They, if they know, the people up there should know and the agents should know and it shouldn't be that big of a problem. I mean, Nia Jax on Monday was another one where she just yep. kept on doing her stupid promo. And it's, it's, it gets so painful because you can see on their faces that they're struggling with it. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to get out of it. And like you said, this is 16 years old, and they still don't know how to deal with it. It's amazing. And she sounded like a valley girl. Yeah, not good at all. I agree. I agree. <laughs> not a, they, they need to – I really love the Yokozuna leg drop. They need to have her talk as much as Yokozuna did back <laughs> in the day. Oh, man. Um, I said that I wish – I hope she takes every Samoan move, period. And she's just like a female amalgamation of all those. Like, do the rock bottom. Do the leg drop. Do the bonsai drop. Do the Samoan drop. She can't do the Rikishi driver because for some reason they don't let people do the safest pile driver that has ever existed, which is Rikishi's pile driver. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to her here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Asuka, Nikki Cross, Billy K, Peyton Royce. I think – one of the three heels are going to take the title yeah. by not pinning Asuka. To me, that's an obvious, obvious outcome. I mean, she's been the champion for a while. She's gone through all of the, all of the real contenders. Almost none, a year. Yeah, and none of those three girls, I don't think, are really a match for her. Yes. That's the way to get the belt off her. I totally agree. And I don't know if there are any main roster plans for Asuka. There weren't when she came in. The plan was just to kind of have her make everybody better. Mm-hmm. They, so, don't need her, uh, they don't need her up there yet. They need her in NXT. There is nobody else. They do. That is absolutely true because uh, you put her on an NXT card, A show, B show, you got a main event. Right. That works. Um, yeah, I could see this, and then, you know, it leads to a feud with one of the other three girls, and then, you know, you match up the other two that are left. You got you got a couple matches. You get some uh, some more time out of that. Right. Um, DIY authors of pain. I think this is the authors of pain's time. I did not been too high on them since they almost killed a guy. Did you see that? I am not fans of the authors of pain. And, and, and actually that, this brings me to another question I have for you. 
Why is it sometimes that you have guys when they're bigger guys, they always look like this all the time and they all, and they always, and sometimes they deep breathe like, like that. Why did they do that? I remember the first time that Ryback, when Ryback was getting built up before his match with Punk and the first time they showed him in a backstage. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Promo or backstage segment. And he was standing backstage which obviously is nowhere near the ring. And he had that look in his eye and he was doing the deep breathing. And I thought to myself, people aren't, aren't walking around backstage doing that. I thought that he looked like an idiot and he didn't get it. I'm not fans of the authors of pain because I, they're, they're like cartoon characters to me. I just don't, I'm not a fan. So I don't, I don't care if they win or lose. Yep. Uh, the guys in the things that I like about the authors of pain are their backgrounds. You got Sonny Densa who plays as, plays Occam, another Canadian go figure. We're taking over, a, man. We're taking over. He was, yeah, he was an Olympic hopeful in wrestling. Uh, Razor, who is Jism Selmani who fought for Bellator and beat Ole Thompson, a UFC veteran. This was just a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And he's got a legit background, but you would never know it if you watched them wrestle. Uh-huh. You wouldn't know it. I mean, they almost killed a guy with a double power bomb that should never have happened. Uh-huh. You should never be power bombing one guy onto another prone guy on the ground, uh-huh. especially their upper body. Dangerous. Uh-huh. Either way, I think that they get this. I think that DIY can be portrayed as the the underdogs, or we could be heading for a Ciampa heel turn. Tommaso Ciampa is an unbelievable heel. Unbelievable. I've put this over on the show a billion times. If anybody can go back and watch how he was written off ROH TV, it was one of the most beautiful things in wrestling I've seen the most in the few in the last few years. I think authors of pain get it done. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I just don't care if I'm being honest. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I mean, they've been cultivating the author's opinion, so it makes sense that they would win. I, again, I just don't understand two guys because they're big doing the bit, the bug eyes and breathing heavy and all that crap. I don't like that either. Uh, yeah, so uh, they'll probably win, but who cares? Nakamura Bobby Roode. Yeah. What are these two young, hungry guys that are leading it <laughs> going to do? These early 20s yeah, newcomers. <laughs> Uh, I think it is Bobby Roode's time. It is Bobby Roode's time, and I'm not saying that because uh, he's Bobby Roode, the good Canadian kid. Uh, I think Bobby Roode's going to win it. I think they're going to keep going with the program. And uh, I'm curious how the fans are going to take to it because they're going to be smart fans, so they're going to be respectful. But uh, Nakamura is everybody's favorite, it seems. But I I think it's Roode's time. And I I still think Nakamura is going to be in the Rumble too. Nakamura is the kind of guy that can lose and has lost – Still over. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a very good thing to have. Over on the Royal Rumble, we got Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, Naomi against Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia. I'm going with the heels here. Uh, I think that's safe to do. Ah, uh, man. I hope this leads to an Elimination Chamber match because they were teasing Alexa and Naomi, and I don't want that again. 
Yeah, I, I think they should put the heat on Nikki James. I mean, she's the she's the the new one, right? Sure. So I, I think the Hills are going to win as well, and because because it's a a six person or a six woman tag, it could be done in such a way that you can protect your your top baby face. So, Rich Swan versus Neville. I think this match is going to be a barn burner. They'll go all out. Neville lately has been just unbelievable. I always think that I can skip 205 Live. Then I see these gifs of the show, and every week I go back and watch it because Neville is unbelievable. Rich Swan is unbelievable. I hope they get like a good 15 minutes. This is a long show, mm-hmm. so I would imagine they will. I hope Neville wins and he becomes like the god of the cruiserweight division, this unstoppable guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you getting shit on by somebody because you say GIF instead of GIF? Yeah, the creator of the file calls it GIF. Oh, he does? The actual creator of the file? Yes. Oh, that's good. Uh, I I believe Neville as well. I I think that the division needs somebody to build around. I think Swan is not that guy. Uh, As as we've talked about, the commentators would prefer to talk about how much fun he has as -hmm. opposed to his in-ring ability. I think Neville for sure is the guy that they're going to look to build around. Imagine if Showdown Joe did that during his Sean Pearson show. This guy just loves to have fun. <laughs> he just loves to have fun. Well, sometimes Sean makes him, but. <laughs> well, did you hear Sean's reasoning for why he wasn't going to watch the uh, the Bellator show on Saturday night? Because fuck that? Uh, no, because he'd, ra- <laughs> he'd rather sleep with his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear that. Yeah. He's awesome. Sean Pearson's awesome. He is. He's great. Um, we had a lot of people <laughs> this week comparing – James Lynch, they were like, Dean Ambrose is on the podcast? And I was like, come <laughs> on, guys. Uh, the thing with Neville, I hope that him winning makes him more angry. Like, I think it can be a catalyst to make him even more angry because he was so mad that he was left out of the Cruiserweight tournament, out of the division, out of the UK tournament. I hope he wins. That way, like, instead of feeling vindicated, he's even more angry. He's like, yeah, and I, I hope he wins decisively too. I hope it isn't some kind of a, you know, some kind of a fluke finish. Yeah. Let him win decisively. Let him kind of plow through the uh, the cruiserweights and then pick the new big baby face that's going to take the belt off of him. You know, I I am not a. Did you did you hear that they actually are cutting down on the times of the matches on mm-hmm. Raw because the quarter hour ratings are going down during those matches? So they need something like this in order to breathe life into that division. Of course, getting rid of the purple ropes and the different canvas might help too. But. And uh, maybe not putting those matches on an hour at the end of hour two and the beginning of hour three, and maybe putting them on at the beginning of a show when people haven't seen wrestling right. and they want to see high flying action would be a good call. I hope Neville wins this, and he's even more angry. He's like, "And you all didn't put me in this tournament. The title's <laughs> been hot potatoed, and now I just want it, and I'm going to keep it forever." Charlotte Flair versus Bailey. This match, in my opinion, they have to use to establish that Bailey, quote unquote, can't win the big one, and that Charlotte wins all of the big ones. Mm. So I think I, I think Charlotte wins here. I actually think that Bailey should win uh, because I have always envisioned Bailey as being the female equivalent of John Cena, hmm. and and John Cena got over because he was booked as Superman. Uh, maybe not to the level of Roman Reigns today. But uh, he was always booked as Superman, and uh, Bailey. I feel they dropped the ball on her from the time she went to NXT, from to uh, WWE. Her first appearances, she was super over. She got destroyed by Nia Jax, uh, and I feel they've been trying to kind of rebuild her ever since then. I personally think they should go on a run with Bailey. I think that of all the women on the roster, she has the best chance of getting ingrained with the casual audience. I do too. 
so for that reason, uh, I would put her over and I would run with her for a while and to kind of try to try to reignite what they had in NXT. I think they'll do that, but I think they'll have her coronation probably be at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, that, that could that, be too. That way, those casual fans can see that because I, I made a post on Facebook. I can't remember when it was. It was like, hey, if you have a little girl, there's a very good chance she'll grow up idolizing this person who is Bailey. I mean, and what fan, what parent wouldn't be okay with that? Maybe some loon, but she's she's an excellent role model. There's not really a lot of dirt out there on her. She's she's a good role model. So and, as a father, as a father of a little girl myself, are you saying that if I tell my kid I want you to grow up to be like uh, uh, Nia Jax or uh, Asuka, that that's the wrong way to go? No, absolutely not. Be like but, Bailey. but Bailey is far more appealing to children than those two. Or at no, least some I'm, children. For sure. I'm I'm only kidding. I mean, she 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 definitely I think has the more broad appeal uh than the others. Stop do. calling them broads. <laughs> yeah, I think Bailey has the most upside of anybody, any female on the roster. Yeah, for sure. John Cena, AJ Styles, this is gonna be a hell of a match. Does Cena get his sixteenth here? Is it at Mania? When is it at Elimination Chamber? When is he getting at 16th? I think he gets it here. I think this is probably the time for it. Uh, I think that uh, Mania, especially if they are going to do Roman and Taker, and if they're potentially going to put Roman over, I don't think you want to add to that in front of that audience by also having Cena win the title. So uh, I think Cena wins it here. And uh, who knows what they're going to do between uh, Rumble and, and Mania. He could always lose it at the Elimination Chamber still. Or not the Elimination Chamber, uh, Fastlane. So, oh, no, no, Elimination Chamber. He's a SmackDown guy, yeah. So that could still happen. I think Cena's going to take it. There's a real possibility that Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton could be the championship match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I read about that. And don't you think, based on the names that are in and based on the way that Orton has been uh, booked over the last six months, do you not think that if Orton wins the Rumble, it's going to be a bit of a, of a downer with the audience? Of course. Of course it would. Yeah. So... I don't know Absolutely. if I like that whole plan. I, I, I think it makes sense to have them. Obviously, I think they're going to wrestle at Mania, and it makes sense for something to happen in the Elimination Chamber, but I think there's another way they can get there without having I, to have Orton win the Rumble. I think that's a good non-title match to add to WrestleMania, personally. Right, right, yeah. Sasha Banks, Nia Jax. I'm interested to see if Sasha Banks can get a good match out of Nia Jax. Their, their styles could make an interesting, good matchup. How do how do you think the outcome plays out? I am all for uh, you know suspending disbelief in pro wrestling, and I'm all for trying to pretend that uh, the underdog in the match can can beat the uh, essentially the, the Goliath in the match. Look at Sasha Banks. Look at Nia Jax. Sasha Banks sure as hell is not Rey Mysterio in terms of uh, in ring ability. How in the hell are you supposed to believe that Sasha Banks has any chance? against Nia Jax by letting it go more than a minute and a half I guess I guess so so they would play that angle where she basically gasses her out I suppose they could do that I mean Nia Jax ain't Bob Backlund (laughs) no no although if Sasha was able to get that belly to back on her with the bridge I would pop on that I think that Nia Jax can show what she can offer in this match Sasha's the right kind of opponent Nia is stout enough to take whatever Sasha can throw at her and give her. I'm sorry, right did back. you did you just say stout? I said stout, like I was a ninth <laughs> grader. She's stout enough. She is strong enough to take any 
guano crazy thing that Sasha Banks wants to do and maybe catch her and chuck her into the ring post. I also think that they're using the knee injury as a scapegoat. So uh-huh. I, I, I think Nia's going to win, and I think that the knee injury is going to play into it. Maybe she's going to try some – to actually try to lift Nia or some nonsense. But uh, Nia's winning for sure, I think. I do too. I feel that way. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Gallows and Anderson. There will be two referees assigned to this match. Gallows and Anderson got kind of screwed, so I, and they had a legit qualm there. Like They had a legit reason. You think they managed to walk out with the titles or no? Do you honestly give two shits about this match? After the match they had a couple weeks ago, I care a lot more about it, yes. But how many before, times, how, how many that, times did they how many times have they wrestled either in singles or tag on Raw over the last four weeks? Oh, I don't know, but I know Gallows and Anderson have had six opportunities at the tag titles. Right. Right. On TV. Yeah. It's just a match I don't care about. Uh, you know, they, they kind of lost me when Sheamus and Cesaro had their little uh, bonding moment, you know, during that bar fight and shared pints. And then the very next week they were at odds again. Uh, kind of like Heath and uh, Rhino, come to think of it. So I, I just don't care who wins. It, it, I think that Gallows and Anderson haven't been handled well at all. I think that if they win, it's not, the reaction's not going to be where it could have been. But um, I think Sheamus and Cesaro are kind of played out. So it's time to move on. Yeah. Weird to think these are the guys that ended the longest reigning tag champions. Right. Reign of all time. I figured it would be somebody over. Absolutely. It should have been Gallows and Anderson like six months ago. That's what it should have been. Or they, I think, man, Gallows and Anderson have been abused. Oh yeah, abuse. Remember That's when why they I, remember when they cut that promo about how they had gone through the, the the tag team division, and at that point they had just been the whipping boys for New Day for like the last month, and the, and the crowd shit on it because it was just so ludicrous at the time. That's why I keep saying they need a catalyst. They need Stephanie McMahon to emasculate them to the point to where they get themselves back over and say, "We've paid you a lot of money. You're not living up to it. You're gone if you don't start winning." It's not hard. I don't know what the harm is in putting Fal- uh, Balor with them and just recreating the club. Like, what's what's so hard about that? I would yes, love Balor that. is Balor. They want to be a babyface. He doesn't have to come back as a babyface necessarily. They were so over with Styles before the draft. He'd be a babyface if they did that. Well, he would, at least with the hard ones he would, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you want to get a babyface over organically, don't make him out there bringing people cake. Gosh, golly darn it. Right, right. Guys, you know. We got Owens versus Reigns. Jericho will be in a shark cage above the ring. I'll make a prediction. If under some tragedy, Chris Jericho falls in that cage, he'll probably still wrestle the next day Mm -hmm. because he doesn't get hurt. This is a no DQ match. Mm -hmm. I think Jeff Hawkins mentioned a good possibility. Jericho drops something down to Owens. Reigns picks it up, hits him with it, wins Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's going to be a, a fast lane pay-per-view in between. Do you think there's any possibility that Reigns wins, uh, then uh, Goldberg beats him at fast lane and Brock gets a title shot? And there's any possibility? Any, anything is possible. Yeah. Anything is possible at this point. Yeah. Oh, Most I, unpredictable I, WrestleMania season I have ever seen. It's true. It's true. I mean, my, my thinking had been uh, going weeks back, as we talked about, that Cena was going to win the title, Taker was going to win the Rumble. And Taker and Cena were going to do uh, Mania. Now that they're talking about Taker and Reigns, I think Taker's going to win the Rumble. Reigns is going to win the title, and that's going to be your title match. 
So for that reason, I think Reigns is, is going to win. And boy, is the crowd at the Rumble going to love that. I had a lot of people that were saying, well, don't you hate it? You don't know what's going to happen. Hell no. I love it. Mm. I love not knowing what's going to happen. That's magnificent. That's part of the right. reason I love wrestling is not – I wouldn't want to watch Breaking Bad if I knew everything that was going to happen. You're right. I mean, last year it was known for months that Hunter was probably going to win the Rumble and Reigns was going to win a Mania. For months you knew that. It was the only thing that made sense. And people didn't mind it as much because even if it's predictable but it's good, right. we'll give it a pass. If it's predictable and it's bad, right. that's a big problem. Yeah, for sure. We got the Royal Rumble. Here are the confirmed entrants: Mojo Rawley, Rusev, Big Cass, Sami Zayn, Big Show, uh, which I guess we can call him Captain Insano now because he's got the star-spangled gear. The Wyatt family, including Luke Harper, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Cesaro, and Sheamus, the tag champions. Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose, The Undertaker, Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman, Chris Jericho, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Big E, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg. Now, before I get to this. Is Seth Rollins in this match? Uh, no, I don't think so. Although, this is WWE. Guys get fired and brought back all the time, so it's possible. I don't think so. Uh, I do think Hunter might be. And I, I do think that uh, Rollins might cost him the Rumble. But I just I, I want to, not that I want to segue too far out, but I just realized something when you were naming off that list. Mm-hmm. They have three guys with the, with the nickname Big. In the Royal Rumble. Did you realize that? I didn't. Big cast, big show, big E. Well, you know, Vince likes them big. I guess he does. I guess he does. We got three bigs. Size matters. Yeah. But no, I, I, I could see Hunter being a, being a, 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 a su- surprise entrant in the Rumble and then uh, Rollins costing him, but we'll see. I would love, and I thought it would have happened by now. I hope tomorrow they announce that Stephanie McMahon has offered Seth Rollins entry into the Rumble as the number one spot. Your number 29 or 30 is Triple H, who comes and attacks a guy who's been in the Rumble for an hour because right. he knows he's easy pickings. I think that would make a lot of sense because I think it hurts to have not have Seth Rollins on this show in that match because we're talking about those casual eyeballs. Right. A lot of those casual fans might not know Seth Rollins. They will if he goes an hour in a Royal Rumble match and has a thing with one of the biggest stars of the last 20 years. Yeah, you know the big problem with that? The big problem with that is that the casual audience is going to watch Rollins when Hunter comes out and says, oh, the good guy just threw out the bad guy. Maybe. Could, could you believe on Raw on Monday, they showed that same guy in the crowd jumping up and down when Hunter's music hit? And they showed, they showed that clip like three times. Almost like they're trying to remind you that Hunter is the good one. He's the popular one, right? Political hit theory. It's a real. Yeah, it's thing. so silly to me. It's so silly that they're they're treating Rollins as an obligatory. Like they're going to have to turn him because he's he's just he's just floating. And the thing is, he should have been a babyface when he came back. I think he's still got mileage as a babyface. But now Triple H is seen as this guy who is ushering change in and wrestling, and people yeah. like it. They really really like it. So I don't know. I think they can make it work Rollins versus Triple H with Rollins as a baby face. But you got to, like you said, that production thing was weird. Who do you think are some of the surprises for the Royal Rumble? Um, that's a good question. I think Nakamura and Samoa Joe, both. 
Uh, I'm hearing that uh, they're trying to get Finn Balor cleared. So uh, maybe. I, I didn't think Finn Balor would be in. I didn't think he'd be ready. But I guess the Rumble was a safe enough match. He doesn't have to do too much. I still think DDP because uh, why not? He could put on his little shirt. He's going in the Hall of Fame. And I think Kurt Angle might be a... I actually even think Shawn Michaels might be a, a surprise entrant because how is it any different than Mania last year? How is it any different? At Mania, he, he, he put on his gear. He didn't wear a shirt. He ran into the ring. He beat a couple of guys up. He threw a super kick, and that was it. He could do something similar in the Rumble. How I wish any- he would. I wish he would. I don't know if that would go against his never wrestling again thing. And if you think people are asking him to wrestle a lot now – imagine if he did but you know he's going to be there because he's on the pre-show yes and, he'll be there right and it's in san antonio and again to me the rumble yes it's a match and i guess it's an official match but it's not quite the same thing as as you know as an actual bell to bell singles wrestling match so to me it's gray area and so i could fully hunter uh, sean even did an interview where he said that he has learned to stay in tv shape uh year round for when he gets a call so i well, think he was there's in- he was in maybe the best shape of his life last year at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's because Vince ribbed him on that one. Yeah, but uh, I, I think there's a chance Sean is going to be a, a surprise because, again, it's yeah, it's a match, but it really isn't. I think the, the, the surprise entrance will be a Finn Balor, Samoa Joe. I don't know who else. Normally I would say Shelton Benjamin, but he I think he's a ways off on his, his shoulder recovery. Right. But you never know. They – WWE likes to do that. Hey, they'll be out for nine months to a year. Right. And it's not. Right. Who do you think's winning this match? I still think Taker. I've, I've, I thought Taker before. I still think Taker now. Uh, I still think it's going to be a title match, and I still think he's going to get the main event one more time at Mania uh, before he uh, wraps things up. I'm going Taker, too. Uh, he's got that recently repaired hip mm-hmm. that supposedly needs replaced. They they can get him to take a bump outside. It's not that hard for him. I'm sure he knows a way to do it that protects him. But I think he's the right choice to win. In and it's, it's it's not a hard night's work. I mean, he could come in at number twenty and toss a few guys out, do a few of his big spots. You know, so I I think in, Taker. I think he could come in at number thirty and do that too. I think they yeah. really need to have as many guys <laughs> that they can possibly do at number thirty win. That way, they can really establish that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think like almost thirty thirty five percent of the winners are from twenty seven to thirty. So they've kind of already done a good job of that. And the number thirty has won a lot more recently, like in the past ten years or so. Now, here is something I wanted to bring up. And it's it's something I have approached on or brought up on the show before. A couple of things. When was the last time that a fan favorite, and I don't mean a baby face, a fan favorite going into the Rumble, so not a surprise entrant, won the Rumble? And then when's the last time one won the Rumble and then actually main evented WrestleMania? Not like this middle of the card, beginning of the card stuff. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, and I think they need to bring that prestige back to this match, or eventually it's going to go away, uh-huh. especially with two titles. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they, there's been an awful lot of them just wanting to do what they want to do and wanting to stick to their plan, which is why they would have Reigns win when nobody wanted them to win, uh, which is why Hunter won last year. Uh, they want to stick to their plan. But I do think if Taker wins, I think the fans will be accepting of, of the undertaker as the winner. I mean, he's got everybody's respect, right? 
So th- this could be the one year where I think just about anybody other than Roman Reigns uh, might be accepted as the winner of the Rumble if it's booked correctly. Uh, you remember a few years ago when Santino was one of the final two and uh, the crowd went ape shit when Santino was one of the final two. And he is a guy that you would never consider to be the winner of the Rumble. Had he have pulled it out, the crowd would have totally accepted it. So uh, I think Taker will win. He'll be accepted. Anybody but Roman Reigns is going to be accepted uh, by the fans. Do you think they'll ever go the completely unlikely route? Like just, wow, this random person won the Royal Rumble. I think it'd be great if they did. They could go in so many directions. Oh, by the way, uh, just popped into my head when you're talking about a random guy. Ellsworth, maybe he's going to be a surprise entrant. Yes. Now that we think about it. He's campaigning for it. You got to do the face-off between him and Braun. Right, right. I think so long as it's somebody that has the the potential to actually be able to work a match at Mania, unless they fucked him in the in the the pay per view prior to Mania. Otherwise, I, it would be fantastic if they went with uh, with an unknown. Do you remember when Jack Swagger, of all people, won the Money in the Bank and cashed it in? And I think he beat Randy Orton and cashed it in. And I think he beat Jericho. Was it Jericho? Okay, and the yeah. the fan footage of that, the fan cam footage of that, blew up on the internet. Not because it was Jack Swagger, but just because somebody different was put in that position. So I think for sure it would be accepted. So long as it's not, you know, one of the colognes, uh, so long as it's not Kalisto, so long as it's somebody that the people recognize as talent, 100%, that could work. Somebody says, I don't get why every member of the New Day is in the Rumble. Because they're familiar names. Well, you know, Kofi's going to get his spot in. He's going to sure. get his, his, his big, uh, oh, I'm not touching the floor, but I am. He'll get that in. And uh, maybe Francesca is going to get some kind of a spotlight. But, uh, yeah, they have to be in. I mean, they, 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 they have been one of the biggest acts of the last two years, so they have to be in. Yes, and that's three spots. That's 10% of your Rumble taken care of. Right. Three people that will get a nice little reaction. I think Ellsworth – not Ellsworth. Big E has a future as a single star, even if New Day stays intact. You really think that? Oh, yeah. I think I, Big E was grossly misused. See, I've never been a big fan of Big E, I think because I hate his finisher so, so much. Why? Oh, it's terrible. He basically has a finisher where he takes a bump straight backwards. How does that hurt the opponent more than it hurts him, that move? I mean, every front drop kick by that notion is like that. There are a lot of moves where people take bumps. But, yeah, I but mean, the front drop kick is not a finisher. It is for some people. Who? It is for Jack Gallagher. And Booker T would do a missile drop kick as a finish for a long time. Well, that's a little bit different. That's a yeah, jumping off the top rope and slamming your body into the the yeah. But you 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 know you use your hands to break your fall, which is the reason why the Rick Rude LJN. No, that's the reason why the Rick Rude LJN cannot do drop kicks, right? Because he's holding his dick. Oh gosh! But Booker T could break his fall with his hand, so it's fine. Hey, any man with two hands has a chance. Eric Soto says, Randy Orton is probably going to win with Wyatt winning the Elimination Chamber. Come on, guys. Nobody sees this. We addressed this on the show today. <laughs> Come on, guy. Nobody, Somebody just nobody tuned in five this. minutes ago. I really hope that doesn't happen. I really hope that doesn't happen. Guys, Fightful.com is the place to be. Go there. Register. You'll get all kinds of goodies, Easter eggs. We're going to republish a bunch of our Royal Rumble features this weekend. That way, you get you all caught up on the history of the Rumble. Uh, some of our takes on the Rumble. Cool things coming. Cool things coming. We got post shows. We got live coverage. 
register and you get early access to shows like well, with Matt Riddle, with Shane Helms. Uh, you get insight from real wrestlers, real fighters. I even got some people on these podcasts with acting experience. That way, when we tear apart these horrible acting segments, you can't be like, well, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, yeah, I do. Can you do an entire podcast for one hour with that voice? I, I would like to. Because I thought that was pretty good. You got to keep doing that. I would like to. We've got a woman in Anna Bauert who played Martha Moxley on Investigation Discovery. She got beat to death with a golf club on that show. Fun fact, we were talking about that, and I was like, that's where I recognized her from the first time I ever saw her. I was like, I saw you get murdered with a golf club on TV once. So let me ask you this, back to Matt Riddle. So have you guys made plans for San Antonio? Like you're going to treat him to a meal or something? Well, it depends on when I get in. When are you getting in? My flight, Friday. My flight is supposed to land at like 8 or 9. Supposed to. Yeah. Because I got a giant layover in Houston. And I got to message him and see what's up. Are you going to uh, stake out the airport for a while to see if any of the surprise entrants show up? I'm not a creep. <laughs> hey, it's for a Fightful exclusive. That's why yeah, you're doing true. it. Well, WWE is usually really good about avoiding that. Except for that one year when Kevin Nash like told a guy, hey, be at the airport when I'm here to try to create buzz. They so, did it with I think they did it with Jericho once too, where Jericho was was spotted at the airport and made like I don't know I'm just doing a, a like a comic con or something signing yeah 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 indeed Jimmy Van anything you want to tell the people before we go besides to follow Fightful Wrestle Fightful MMA Fightful Online so I actually have a couple of plugs today oh so so the first one is our brand split is almost done it is currently in uh, in staging I saw it this morning. Uh, so, uh, we are soon going to have FIFOWrestling.com, FIFOWMMA.com. We're keeping FIFO.com for the crossover audience, but, uh, the other two sites are going to be exclusive to those genres should be live tomorrow. The other thing I'm going to plug real quickly. So I, one of the divisions of my company makes mobile games and we have a game out for the iOS called wartime X. And I believe it's Monday, February 13th. Uh, the game is going to be reviewed on a show on AMC called Newswatch TV. So uh, check out AMC February 13th for a little review on uh, our little mobile game called Wartime X. Excited to hear about that. Yeah, it's unique. It's different. I told you we might make a wrestling version of this, uh, this game engine. So I would, be cool. uh, I'd be curious for people to download it for the iOS and give me your feedback on whether you love it or you hate it and why. Yeah, guys, please do that. Also, of course, share articles, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, all that good crap. Reddit's really weird about wrestling writers sharing their own content. I'll say it's stupid because the MMA portion of Reddit celebrates that. Not only that, they give you tags and flair and stuff like, yeah, share your stuff. Let us learn more about this. Wrestling Reddit is kind of weird about that, which is weird because I love Squared Circle. But man, y'all got to get with the times. Not a bunch of hacks anymore. Uh, people, people, it's like we've talked about. People feel the need to complain about stuff. We've talked about this. You've told me about some of the trolls that have created Sean Ross Sapp Facebook accounts. and, <laughs> and they, There are people that, that are miserable and do that, so you have to expect it. Oh, we had a person that made like a ton of, fa- or, or a ton of YouTube aliases to thumbs us down last week. Right. You told me that too. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. 
We are loved. Subscribe to us, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Fightful.com, you guys. Head over there. And if you're going to be in San Antonio this weekend, let me know. See you guys later.